something. Get off Zoom and turn off the radio. It's time for Owen and Paddy. There's a shop in New South Wales that's offering clothing by the kilo. Australian artists getting represented overseas. Love to hear that. It's, it's great. Mm. And so the, is it Le Havre? Na- Natural not History the, Museum. Not in, the Louvre. Not the Louvre. No, no. just like the home brand Louvre. Oh, okay. Everybody right to go. Welcome to Owen and Patty here on Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. Owen, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Patty. Hey, mate. Great to be back Thursday. Just quickly, how quickly has the week gone? Can you believe it's Thursday already? But like, isn't that just what you say every week? Is that that's yeah, also is, just yeah. an icebreaker for like when you get to Thursday for anywhere, like at a cafe or hey, yeah. I can't believe it's Thursday already. <laughs> yeah, or like I love a bit of small talk. The other day I went to get a coffee. And the guy remembers me. He's like, hey, Owen. Oh, he doesn't know my name, actually. He goes, hey, how are you going? And I was like, oh, it's a bit of weather, a bit of rain coming. He goes, really, is there? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was just, it looks like it's, it looks like it's rain of, coming. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, there is yeah. rain coming then. I was like, but I'm not the weatherman. I'm just making polite conversation. And yeah, so no, we're talking about everyone becoming a meteorologist here on Afters <laughs> FM. But there's also uh, plenty of other stuff coming up in this hour. We've got another jam-packed hour for you this afternoon. We're going to be talking about the Great Barrier Reef. We're going to talk about the world's tallest athlete who's in uh, the Paralympics. You are, Seriously, you're not going to believe how tall this guy is. And, Owen, we've got your podcast as well, which I'm oh, super yes. excited to... Cockatoo Rugby. Yes. So make sure you guys... It's a, it's a jam-packed hour. Make sure you guys stick around. Yeah, so make sure you are following us on the socials as well. There's lots of fun stuff happening there. At Afters Radio on Instagram and Afters FM on Facebook. Afters FM. It's the opposite of before FM. And unfortunately, Victoria, it's it's not good news in terms of the COVID numbers. Uh, the last 24 hours, they've recorded 176 cases. Mm. Um, Rough yeah, chart in Victoria. Just, it, like in, in Victoria. I know I, I know I always say this, but I'm from Victoria, and it just hey, they might might have made some mistakes in the government. But everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I reckon they've just had such bad luck. Like there's so many cases oh. you find. Oh, there's a truck driver that's gone to Melbourne. Like yeah. they haven't gone to any other state. It always seems Melbourne gets the rough trot. I know it, it. It really is, and like in terms of proportionate, um, like proportionate days from from Victoria being locked down to New South Wales being locked down, the rest of like the rest of the whole country, man, mm. Victoria's had it, had it tough. So oh. um, yeah, our hearts go out to everyone in Victoria, and I'm sure your hearts go out to all your all your mates still still down there, Owen. But um, yeah, so contact tracers are still investigating the infection of the source of 93 cases. Um, so yeah. uh, potential 93 cases um in the community. Um, new exposure sites have been added across, you know, Geelong, um, Melbourne, and um, yeah, just I think the Victorian government have, has come out and said that they're looking to uh, introduce shorter intervals um, between AstraZeneca jabs because uh, yeah, yeah, that's based on, it, based on that yeah, and that'll bring it in line I think with New South Wales I think yep. they're still going with a twelve week break whereas we can get it now in four or six in New South yep. Wales, but also also interestingly Dan Andrews came out yesterday. Well, the government came out yesterday and has said that they are no longer going to be trying to get down to zero, which has been, that has always been the strategy in Victoria, get it down to zero. Um, but they've sort of accepted fate as as uh, is with Delta, that vaccinations are the way out. It's not going to get down to zero again. Like their cases today were, what, 176? It's just there were 176 yeah. new locally acquired cases. It's just going up and up and it shows how different different of a beast Delta is compared to last year. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, Delta's another beast in itself, like you said. But, Owen, I believe that there also is some good news in terms of New South Wales. Give us the good news, Paddy. 
Uh, so it is New South Wales have just brought up seven million seven million vaccination jabs of of who, who wow. seven million people have had at least one dose of uh, COVID nineteen vaccine, whether that be AstraZeneca or Pfizer. So that is great, great news, and I think that's uh, going to do wonders in terms of hitting our seventy percent, eighty percent targets. Yeah, for sure. And like, I love you. Got to look at the good news. Yeah. So a great guy to follow if you don't follow him is Casey Briggs for ABC mm. on Twitter, and he releases every day. He has this graph. Great. It just shows it in a nutshell when everyone is going to get their first dose coverage, 70% and 80% is in states. So at the moment, if the current vaccination pace is maintained, 80% will be on September the 11th in New South Wales of the first dose. That's September 22nd in ACT, October the 5th in Victoria, and then it gets further and further. And the slowest one on this rate is November 4th in South Australia of when they'll all have 80% 80% of the population, sorry, will have their first dose. Yep. It is harder for them to measure when the, everyone will be fully vaxxed just because of the differing in times. You know, some people are getting it three weeks later, some four, five, six. So it is hard to really get a good rundown of roughly uh, when mm. we'll be fully vaxxed to 80%. Mm. Um, but of course, that isn't a prediction. It's just a following along from what's happening at the moment. Yeah, for sure. But I think the exciting news for everyone is they can almost see like a little bit of a glimmer, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And that's one of the great things about um, about the vaccination rates going up and hitting those 70%, 80% targets. And the award goes to... Afters FM. Now, Owen, we often forget how amazing our own backyard is. One of the sites I'm thinking of is mm. uh, the Great Barrier Reef. I mean... Beautiful. When you think of, when people think of Australia, they I reckon that would be in their top five. Yeah, for sure. Are it you... would be up there, wouldn't it? Oh. Sydney Opera House, Sydney Harbour Bridge. Bridge, Owen Davis. and Owen Davis, something in Melbourne probably. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the um, But in July, the World Heritage Committee, um, yeah. the WHC, decided not to add the Great Barrier Reef to the UNESCO's in danger list, which, I mean, after all the reports on coral bleaching and uh, rising, rising uh, sea temperatures, um, yeah. I reckon that's pretty, pretty you fascinating. You think it should be on there. Yeah, you do see all you see about... Sadly, most of the, any news about the Great Barrier Reef now is negative stuff and saying oh, how the bleaching is happening, yeah. how it's all sort of deteriorating. Have you actually been? No, I've, I've never been. Um, yeah, but me it's one of those things. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll get there. I'll, yeah, get, I'll there. get there. But now that now when everyone's when everyone says, oh, you want to go to the Great Barrier Reef, it's like, oh, we must get there before it dies. Yeah, before like, it dies. Like how many times <laughs> have you heard that? Yeah, but that's so so sad. So the Australian Institute of Marine Science are basically um, just keeping up to date with monitoring and releasing the findings each year based on you know, the coral bleaching and how, you know, the coral systems and the marine life is actually adapting to rising sea temperatures and um, all the other factors that come in with global warming um, surrounding the Great Barrier Reef. So um, whilst it's not being put on the World Heritage, um, well, it's not being listed as like on the endangered list. Yeah. Um, it's good to see someone, is people are still monitoring it. Yeah, well, that is important. And it's tricky because with all the news and everything going on with COVID, like some people are sort of not forgetting, but mm. a lot of these issues like about the environment and stuff like that are sort of being put to the side, which is a worry. We need to make sure, yes, COVID's important. And yes, that is the major thing. We need to make sure that we're looking after the world as well as ourselves. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what the findings are going to come out of uh, their most recent report that's going to be released at the end of 2021. Hopefully some good news for the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, plenty still coming up on the show. We'll be talking about the world's tallest athlete right after Ooh. this here on Owen and Patty. Jersey Tope. Jersey. Jersey Tope. Jersey Tope. They couldn't have just called it the Baz Lerman Library. 
You're listening to Afters FM. Penny, I hear you got some breaking news from the Paralympics. What have you got for me, mate? Well, Owen, when you think of really tall athletes, mm. what names are you thinking of? Uh, Paddy Reese. Yeah, apart from, apart from me, apart from five uh, foot basketballers. seven, Reese. Yeah, Who's massive the, basketballers. The, yeah, Shaquille what? O'Neal. Shaquille right? O'Neal. I, Owen, I'm gonna I present to you the world's tallest athlete. Right. Okay. So Paralympics is going on at the moment. Yeah. Uh, this guy is part of the Iranian uh, volleyball team. His name is Morteza Mezrad. What a name. What is that and again? He, Morteza Mezrad, right? Yeah. Have a guess how tall he is. Have a guess. So like... Tallest. To, to in, put in, in like foot or in centimetres? <laughs> no, in degrees Celsius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Standing just above the equator. How yeah. tall is he? No. I'm going to go Centimetres. Centimetres. Or feet. <laughs> right. Um, or Kelvin. 240 centimetres. Really <laughs> close. He's two hundred. He's 246 centimetres. Oh, my God. That was good. That is... Did I get like, something? Uh, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> like, 246 centimetres is ridiculous. When he's standing next to his other his other teammates, it just, like, completely, completely miniaturizes them. But he's... So, he's eight, nearly eight foot one. Eight foot one. That's pretty close. Didn't I say eight foot two? It's really close. How tall, how tall are you, Owen? Is that... I think I'm six... One and a bit, maybe. Okay. I think. But anyway, so what are you? Five foot. Ah, uh, yeah, six four or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, sure. but so basically, Iran. They reckon Iran are going to be uh on track for another gold because so he he is in the game of volleyball. Obviously, height is a is a massive. Uh, so would he be the? So when you've got a is he a spike? Is that is spiker? That yeah. Yeah. Correct. yeah. Ding. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two point four six centimeters. He's basically just everything that's going up in the air. He's just spiking it at the net, and he's just completely dominating. Like it, it like you're looking at it, going like that is seriously, seriously impressive. Um. So how, would uh, he have to get like a special like you you know one of these people so tall like a special house like how big are doors? Mm. Like what car does he drive? Throwing, smart smart yeah, what car. What car does he drive? Prius. Yeah. <laughs> Motorbike probably wouldn't it? I'm gonna look at how tall is a so, door. Well, when he even when he sits down, right, his arm reaches to a height of one point nine three meters, right. So imagine the one point nine three meter arm, right, one hundred ninety three centimeter yeah. arm, at the net spiking a volleyball. That is mental. I've just looked up how big a door is, and it's two hundred forty four mm. centimeters. And how tall is he? Two hundred forty six centimeters. So he's taller than a door. So he's taller than a door. <laughs> he's taller than <laughs> wait, a door. So, wait, hang on. Are all doors two hundred and forty-four centimeters? Is that like the metric oh, unit not, of door? <laughs> not like every. Yeah. Why don't we measure things in doors? How tall are you? Yeah, oh, in door length. Door. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> I know. But I think that is like. How many a doors are you, mate? Door. <laughs> no, it's just over one door. You're listening to Owen and Patty. We'll be back soon, maybe in three door lengths. You're listening to us on Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. Keeping you up to date with all the newest film, television, and radio news, it's Afters FM. Owen and Patty on Afters FM. Now it's time for my podcast series, Cockatoo Rugby, which was part of our Afters assessment earlier this year. Enjoy. Welcome to Cockatoo Rugby. My name is Owen Davis. Each episode, we speak with someone involved with their local gay and inclusive rugby team. On today's episode, we're speaking with Mitch Canning, one of the coaches at the Melbourne Chargers. Mitch, how long have you been involved with the Melbourne Chargers and, and how did you get started? Thanks, Tom. So my first sort of training with the Chargers would have been in 2012. The reason I got involved, I've been uh, involved in rugby for quite a while. Passion behind the game had probably started to wane a little bit. One night I was down at the club 
on, on a Thursday and I uh, sort of seen that the Chargers were training away in one of the corners and they yeah. uh, didn't look like they had any coaching staff helping them out that night. Yeah, right. Went down the, the next training session and there was a chap, Sam Minter, who was the president at the time and um, I asked him if I could come down and help coach. Started hanging around with him after that. <laughs> and the rest is history, as they say, Mitch. The Chargers are very lucky to have you. Why do you think... IGR and gain-inclusive rugby teams are so important to have for the community around the world? Well, I think it's, it's two things, really. and that, Those two things are mutually beneficial to, you know, to my mind, to the gay community, but also to the rugby community. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens through this vehicle of playing this sport is people get tested, both yeah. physically and mentally, and they get asked to step forward and to show a bit of courage because you put yourself at risk and the motivation behind that is to be good at what you do to put your body on the line for your team and and for the people around you and through this sort of process of playing rugby i just watched all these guys find an inner strength you know because the game becomes then a metaphor You, you go to bingham and survive six games of rugby in three days and then you get challenged outside of that you know for who you are and uh, you're stronger in yourself. You stop sort of questioning whether um, your value is the same as someone else's and you actually start kind of elevating yourself in, in your own mind. For the guys that have come in and got involved in rugby, you know, it probably started learning a game and, and it turned into learning a whole bunch about themselves. So true. The charges keep it really fresh. Guys in their mid-twenties or even late 30s and you know sometimes guys in their 50s are turning up to a team sport for the first time they're going through a process of learning the game but also you know becoming kind of stronger people themselves and working out that in team sports it's really this expression of selflessness and uh you know watching people go through that transformation and things is what's kept the game absolutely and fresh and exciting. I agree. Mitch, in 2016, you and the Melbourne Chargers won the Bingham Cup, the pinnacle of gay rugby, the World Cup of gay rugby. Only four teams worldwide have done that. so an amazing achievement. Have you got any other highlights or funny stories to share? For me, I, I think it's a collection of, of things. So um, with the, the Chargers at one point had pretty much lost every game by 100 points and they hadn't scored a try. And um, in a game on a, on a Saturday in a regular competition and it was 87-0. And... Um, right at the end of the game we scored this try. Uh, Jamie across the line his mum was on the sideline and she was so excited <laughs> and then all of us <laughs> were so excited and the team was just went into pandemonium and um, just the look on the opposition's face when they'd won this game 87-5. So good. They were looking over at a group of guys that were just celebrating. <laughs> it's a pretty good experience to be a part of. And yeah, I said it, like I said, it, it's been some pretty different things. Like the, my, my process at half time is to ask players questions. You know? yep. What are you seeing out there? What's happening? And, and the very first sort of charges came, I went on at half time and, and I said, um, All right, guys, we've gone through the first half. Um, what are you seeing? Like, for example, what are you seeing in the line out? And the first answer was, Number five's quite cute. And then someone was like, <laughs> 12 actually really cute as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, so good. Mitch, now, if there's someone listening and they're thinking about joining their local gain-inclusive rugby team, but they're unsure, what would you say to them? Well, I think that if they join um, in any one of the gain-inclusive teams around the globe, what they're going to find is this immediate level of acceptance. Yeah. But no one really cares, you know, whether you've played for five years or whether it's your first game. Mm-hmm. And then you drop into an environment where it really gives you an opportunity to develop. So, so I think, you know, whether you're 
gay or straight when you're an adult and you want to get out there and have a crack at the game yourself it's almost the perfect yeah incubator to actually step in and, and develop those skills Mitch, I could speak to you for hours, but that is all the time we have for today. So thank you very much, Mitch Canning from the Melbourne Chargers, for joining us today on Cockatoo Rugby. Thanks, Owen. Enjoy the chat. My name is Owen Davis. You've been listening to Cockatoo FM. Not even Gladys can shut down this party. And now, Owen. Yes, Paddy. Goats. Goats, They're in the news. Why are they in the news? Well, I was really excited about this, so I went away. Um, So Michael Jordan's up there, but I think Cameron Smith... For me, is the best goat. He's the greatest um, of all time. Yeah, is the greatest of all time. So I thought we could talk about him. However, I uh, not too sure, but I'm not Didn't sure. That... Too early, do you reckon? That's another. No, question. yeah, this is another question for another day. But I'm not sure we're talking oh. about uh, Cameron Smith being on the front line uh, of bushfire prevention efforts in parts of New South be. Wales because the fire brigade have uh, got some new employees uh, to help with the upcoming uh, bushfire season, and they are using actual goats so basically uh, of... i see there's been a misunderstanding oh, right right yeah misunderstanding forget my bit. Sorry yeah, go that. with yours that's much better so but you know how goats have that reputation of just eating everything in sight right yeah so like you all see those memes are uh, goats taking the old uh t-shirt off the clothesline again it's like has that actually ever happened to anyone what meme site are you on <laughs> what site are uh, you yeah, on that you there's know, a meme but a goat I don't know. it's probably like a young person topical one or something <laughs> yeah, probably like a very yeah. good Thank you. It's on Snapchat um, and TikTok. So herds of goats have joined um, the Royal Fire Brigade to reduce uh, the bushfire fuel load. So they're using the animals um, to trials to see whether they can basically help um, with the just before their backburn to kind of so get like, like that top layer off to just cl- to clear it out, which I think is like really innovative. But imagine the board meeting that they would have had to do, like in terms of like planning it, because this is just is not this is not just like an out of the blue thing. Hey. Why don't we try the goats today? It's like yeah. they've, they've genuinely, they have to have thought about it. So you'd, you'd imagine around... it's like you can see one guy in the boardroom and he's always like every every session he's like goats. And they're like, mm. no, mate, no, give it a rest. We're not it's doing not the goats. goats. And, he's, day. and he's just got his hand up. Hey, how about we try the goats? And then one day they're like, you know what? Let's give it a go. Let's get the goat. And I'm thinking that screaming goat that was in that Taylor Swift song. Yeah. You know the one. Yeah. Maybe we can play How's it, it go? Yeah. Okay, there it is. There it is. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. But so the idea actually, this this idea actually came um, after the inquiry of the devastating um, fire season that we had in 2019-2020 as just a different as a as a new method, a new way of going about it. Um, So they they basically just hired goats from from local farmers and um, who like the goats were just reducing weeds on their properties and. So you'd be you'd um, be driving through the areas that are prone to bushfires, and there'll be a bunch of goats there, and you're like, oh yeah, they're working away. Do they have? And this is yeah. the real question. I'm sure you're you're mm. thinking at home. Do they have a uniform? Uh, do they have a fireman uniform? And I'm look, and secondly, I'm at the photos. And the answer is no. But then my question to you is, why not? Yes. Another question. When's mm. the fire goat people calendar coming out? That's what mm. everyone wants. Everyone loves a fireman <laughs> calendar. Right. I want a goat calendar. And I'll buy that. People will I buy did. that. Imagine, who's December? Oh, mm. that's, that's a good Billy Goat, that one. I didn't think I'd be talking about goat calendars today. Um, but we've got the seal of approval. This method has got the seal of approval from Farmer Billy Johnson. Um, so he's basically come out and said... Billy Johnson, go- Billy Goat. Farmer Billy Johnson. He is... Yeah, I know. Literally, it's perfect. He said that the company said they can be really effective, not just at reducing the fuel, but also changing it into an actively green area. 
and that can actually act as a fire break itself. So like the goats are doing some serious, serious, serious work, but do the goats go down the fireman's pole when they get on call as well? <laughs> Good, great question. That's the so we've got. Do so they have many a uniform? Yeah. Why not? Why in the calendar do they go down the pole? But I think it really sums it up. Why greatest of all time? Goats are mm. the greatest of all time. Here, Owen and Patty on Afters FM Live on the iHeart Radio app. And the award goes to Afters FM. Owen and Patty driving you home for your Thursday afternoon. Owen, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Patty. I am so excited. You know what? There's so much coming up this hour. I want to get right into it. We are going to be talking entertainment later. You've got a little story there and also J-Lo and a dress. Mm. That's all I'll tell you. Mm. That's enough to get you excited about it. Oh, I'm We're talking. Around. Yeah, Eddie Maguire. What's, what's, what's Eddie up to these days, mate? There's always something about him in the, the news. We're going around the world, but coming up next, we are going to be talking to Brooklyn Ross who is a newsreader over at KISS on Carl and Jackie O. It's going to be great to chat with him. So make sure you're following us on the socials, at Afters Radio on Instagram. If you head over and look on yesterday's uh, post there, I did a little video of me practicing to become a newsreader, which, Mm. if I say so myself, was pretty good. So make sure you go and give that a look, because if you're not, you're missing out. And then if you're on Facebook, if you're a Facebook person, Afters FM. Plenty still coming up here for an absolutely jam-packed afternoon. Afters FM. Thanks for listening, Mum and Dad. You're listening to Owen and Paddy on Arters FM, live on the iHeartRadio app across the country. Now, Paddy, had a little treat for you on mm. Tuesday. I had Dave Marchese from the unnamed tr- uh, radio station that rhymes with AAA, and he true. gave me some tips. And I've also now got another amazing newsreader. I can't, I'm not sure if we can say what radio station, but they have their show has been number one in Sydney for a long time, especially on FM. And it rhymes with uh, now. Where's that? So, Brooklyn Ross, and I don't even get a free plug. Come on. <laughs> so we have Brooklyn Ross. Thank you so much, Brooklyn, for joining us. How are you? Hey, Owen and Patty. How are you guys? I'm good. We're very good this afternoon. Now, Brooklyn, how did you get into? How did you first uh, get into radio? Well, I uh, when I was probably like. 15 years old, I went to my local community radio station and I was like, you guys have too many 80 and 90 year olds on your radio station. Can you, can you bring the average age down slightly? (laughs) And uh, so they let me on and I started doing like a show for school way back then. And I mean, I think radio is all about experience. So Mm. the sooner you can start doing anything at all, um, the better off you be. So, you know, I did that for heaps, you know, four, four years or something through school. And then I ended up going to university and studying journalism. Um, but I, that was pretty boring. So I didn't stay there. <laughs> I um, just got a job in commercial radio down at 2EC and Power FM um, at Bega. And that was my first job. And I really scored that because of the community radio work. Like I was able to, it was in in a similar area. And so I could demonstrate that I knew, you know, I grew up there. So I'm like, yeah, I know what's going on down here. And um, and they heard me sound fairly okay. (laughs) I listen back to the tapes now and I think, what the hell? Yeah, this is great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Still in your reel. (laughs) They let me on. And, yeah, just from there I just worked my way up. all the way to Carl and Jackie O's, but it was literally just small steps each each of the way. Um, 2GB in Sydney, then Today FM, then The Edge, and then Kiss. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah a little well, while, but yeah. Well, for someone that finds journalism boring, you're very, you're very good at it. <laughs> um, so we had a, we briefly had a chat to your friend uh, Dave Marchese about to yeah. about how to combat the difficult task about reporting COVID numbers every single day. Um, now, Brooklyn, you've taken, uh, you've taken to social media to, um, to report on these issues with your packages surrounding the AstraZeneca vaccine. Um, how have you enjoyed putting these together? Oh, it's really been really fun for me. Um, just to do something that's a bit different to radio, you know, yeah. because I think to really, you know, to explain that AstraZeneca is actually safe, um, despite all the stuff we've heard, you know, that really requires more than just a, a 20 second story that you can yeah, put for on sure. radio, you know, like you need to see the graphs, you need to see all that stuff. So that's what made me uh, turn to video and social media to go, well, look, I can see here that we're really screwing ourselves over by not um, taking up this AstraZeneca that we've just got so much of spare. Um, you know, we're the ones that are going to suffer if we don't go out there and take this. So, you know, that's what sparked me to go, oh, I'm going to, you know, put a video and put this all together so others can see what I'm seeing. Um, and then that was so just went so crazy and viral mm. I've done a couple more since then um and the latest being yeah that we're all getting we were all getting so freaked out about these huge case numbers in New South Wales at the moment um but if you just step back a little bit you realize that the you know our deaths are not anywhere near what they were mm, when yep. Melbourne was doing the was going yep. through this whole thing so um you know no one wants anyone to die of anything really but um, you know, we've got to be thankful that we're, we're getting on top of this and we just have to keep vaccinating. That's why the deaths are, are lower now and they'll be even lower if we just keep at it with vaccinations. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, radio is great, love radio, but, yeah, for, for some complex type things, um, it's good to, yeah, go a little bit further and, you know, social media is there for all of us to use. Oh, and I think how viral it went just proves like how much of a desire there actually is for people out there to, to get the news in a different form like that. So, um, yeah, that was very interesting to see. Yeah, and just different from the, um, you know, there's a lot of doom and gloom when it comes to COVID mm. and not a lot of um, not a lot of perspective of how Australia has done and we've just really done an incredible job, which you know, it doesn't feel like it when um, when we're all locked down, but mm-hmm. the lockdowns have, have worked amazingly here. It's all been worth it, you know. So, and there, yeah, we're not long, not long to go till we're all over it. Yeah, it was such a powerful video. And, like, I got my AstraZeneca after watching that video. Um, so it, it worked. I got one. And I sent it to a lot of my friends. Like, I was never against it. I'm sure it's the same as many people. I was never against it, but I was always like, oh, there's no rush. I'll just get Pfizer or I'll get one later on. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'll get it when I can. Um, yeah. But definitely, I think things escalating in Sydney and then watching that video and the tips and now I went out and booked it in and felt so good. When I got my vaccine, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel good. I was like, <laughs> I, was yeah. like I feel well, in, not absolutely. invincible, but I was like, yes, we did it. We've done our part. I mean, everyone builds it up in their in their mind. And I don't blame them. Like, I was actually felt nervous going in there to um, to get the AstraZeneca. And when I went in, um, you know, it was only old people in there. There was no one young <laughs> yeah. in the waiting room. And I'm going... Am I a complete idiot here? Like, what am I doing? Uh, but yeah, of course, it's fine. You know, like literally, I think it's I think it's about nine million doses in Australia now, and um, and six people have passed away. And last, yeah. the last death was a couple of months ago, so they're getting yeah. better at catching. The yeah, virus. absolutely. 
you know, it's just the risk is just tiny, tiny. So as Patty mentioned, we spoke to your friend, Dave Marchese, the other day. And we just asked him about, was there, as a newsreader, is there any words that you look out for and you know, not you know, that people stuff up like there's ones that, oh, God, I got that word again today or any experiences with you where you've had a tough time? Oh, yeah. But see, the thing is um, on FM news, you can just write stuff out. Like if Mm. you can't say it, Mm. I just don't put it in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whereas on the ABC, it's a bit different. So um, that's my trick. I literally just, if if I know that I'm going to struggle with it, I'll yeah. find a way to to get around it, and 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 then if it's if it's important enough that you know you can't do that, then usually by that point you've you've got the pronunciation pretty yeah down down packed. Yeah, for so those that's my secret trick. Yeah, well, for those situations where you have felt a little bit uncomfortable, it's funny you say that because Owen Owen's been we've obviously been current uh, covering a lot of current affairs uh, here on Afters FM, and Owen reckons he's been getting quite. Quite the uh, quite good at news reading. So um, I've recently just got my bond back um, yeah. from my house. I've moved flat, and I've actually challenged him if he can get through a thirty second news script that I've written for him, then I will actually give him that yeah. eight hundred and twenty dollars. Easy money, um, right, Brooklyn? Wow. So, okay. so well, it could be easy. It all depends, doesn't it? <laughs> and are you gonna what what speed are you gonna be reading this out? Because See, I don't know if, if you've listened to my news bulletin. Oh. But, I have my mm. content director yelling at me every day, faster, faster, you know, pace, <laughs> this thing exciting. So I'm reading it a thousand miles an hour. It's different than David Marchese. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'll be in the middle, but I'm, I'm very confident. And then when I, when I win the money on Friday, I'll, um, I'll shout you both a pint of beer when lockdown ends as well. So we've got something to look forward oh, to. Tough words there. Yeah. So just when you got into, when you got into news reading, when you started out, did you find that you started off with a structure that didn't really work and you had to kind of, had to kind of build on that? I'm trying to reverse engineering it to going back to when it was really hard because that's what um, I want to yeah. make this for, Owen. Um, yeah. Well, look, the, what I, what was the biggest thing that made me better was being able to, forcing myself to always read through an entire script Mm. out loud preferably before actually going live with it. Um, And in a newsroom, you know, you'll often get busy and you'll be putting stuff in at the last minute and you you find that, yeah, if you want to deliver the news Mm. in the best way possible, which is really what your content director wants from you um, as opposed to getting that last minute breaking news in there, um, you just have to... Yeah, slow down a little bit and make sure you read it through. So if you can stop him at all being able to read it through first, then he's probably going to screw oh, that's, okay. that's enough for that, right. mate. There's no – don't give him any tips. Brooklyn, Ross, thank you so much for spending the time with us on Afters FM. Own and Patty on your drive. Again, thank you so much, mate. Coming to you live from your smart speaker, probably, Afters FM. Owen and Patty here on Afters FM. Just want to say a big thanks to Brooklyn Ross for taking the time to chat with us earlier. It was great to speak to him. I got lots of tips and some good information from him. So I'm really pumped up for tomorrow. I'm feeling, what I feeling good. What I didn't tell you there, Owen, actually at the end. So he seemed really what? helpful, but he actually stayed uh, on the line. Um, because you know how Dave Marchese kind of taken your side, which we spoke to yeah. early in the week about supporting thanks, your news reading adventures. Mm. I, I recruited uh, Brooklyn onto my yeah. side and what? he's on the Owen Crumble bandwagon, and I'm all about it. And I had just another little brief chat about how 
we can just oh, make you crumble. <laughs> um, so that was great from uh, Brooklyn to have a chat about that. So thank you very much, Brooklyn, for being on my side. So thank coming you. up later in the hour, we'll get a little sneak preview of what uh, Brooklyn has said to me, which uh, oh, and I'm sure you're looking forward to. Yeah, can I? So I can actually listen to it. It's not a surprise. Uh, possibly. All right. Well, looking forward to that at the end of the hour. But now, Paddy, what would you say if I said to you, Eddie Maguire banned from WA? I'd go, uh, is Hot Seat not filming in WA anymore? <laughs> yeah, well, funny you should say that. So, fast track a little bit. AFL Grand Final has officially been moved to WA. Will be played at Optus Stadium. I know you are a footy <sighs> fan. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, Optus Stadium is just such a great, um, such a great ground. And if you get past all the traditionals being like, it's the grand final, it mm. has to be in Victoria at the G. Yeah, right. G. Optus Sports Stadium is new. It's new age. It's just an incredible stadium. It's it, it it's built for a spectacle like an AFL grand final. So hey, if we're going to get a crowd, you'd rather a crowd at Optus Stadium than it That's be played at the G, which is. Right. I don't appreciate your tone when you're talking about the G. Well, the G like, hey, is the best stadium. Well, it's right, like, mate. hey, it's the most Australian thing ever because it's like, oh, we'll abbreviate Melbourne Cricket Ground to MCG. And then it's like, yeah. oh, but we'll abbreviate MCG to the G. Sometimes we just call it G. Do um, you? At the pub, yeah. Okay. Um, but quick And quickly, who's your tip? Who do you think is going to be in the final? And who do you think is going to win? So I think pretty basic stuff. I think it'll be Port Adelaide, Melbourne final. Yep. I'm going to... Melbourne to win. Oh, Okay. That's... I'm just going to go straight out there and just say, as a Sydney cider, I'm a Carlton fan, but I've got to support. I've got to support the boys going the distance. GWS are going to take out the comp. Oh, <laughs> you're joking. No, you've heard so it here who first. are they playing in the final? Mark the day, September 2nd. <laughs> September 2nd. They're going to beat Melbourne in the final. It's going to be heartbreaking for the Ds. That, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me too, but surely not GWS. Anyway, so the final is over there. I'm sure we will find out. I think that's September 25th. I believe it's locked in for, but who knows with COVID, it might change, but... Looking forward, actually, to another AFL Grand Final. Shame it's going to be in lockdown, mm. but hey, hey. We That's fine. Do what we if can there's a crowd at Optus Stadium, I'll feel like I'm out of lockdown. That's yeah, the so- security of just hearing crowd. Yeah, that's true. Lucky people over there in WA. Yeah, so Eddie Maguire, nickname Eddie Everywhere is what they call him, has been denied entry into WA. He had booked his flights to head over and be there for the AFL Grand Final, and the WA government have just said, nah. Sorry, mate, you're not classed as an essential worker. So Maguire has come out and said, obviously, he's very disappointed in the decision. And he Mm. says that he was actually in discussions with the WA government, WA Tourism, to go over there. And he was planning to film Hot Seat, a bit of an AFL grand final special. Remember, like, the ones they used to do in the footy show? Yeah, the pre the pre. Yeah, they used to do it in High Sense Arena down there or Rod Laver. Yeah. Do that and then film lots of other stuff and do so much media yeah. commitments that he claims he was actually going to be bringing lots of money to the government and to uh, tourism. Yeah, but... shut up, Eddie. There's so much <laughs> There's so much to complain about. Just shut up. People can't even get back into the country because of the COVID well, I, I, and you're worried I, 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 about And you're worried about, you know, like your own, what, bringing money to the WA government. Like just there's more important things than filming pre-broadcast things to an AFL grand final. I'm sorry, Eddie. No, I will give Eddie this. I'm not a massive Eddie Maguire fan, but he did say, but if it means, and I quote, but if it means the politicians and the WA police are able to say, hey, listen, we can let people in who are very deserving and makes a point of stopping me because I've got a big profile, then that might make people feel better and that's all right. I'll survive. So okay. I, like I oh, said, so he has, not, a massive, okay. not a massive Eddie fan, but it does seem that he has recognized that oh. it's a big, it's a great big news story. And now it's a big points in the bank for the WA government that they've stopped him. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good that he's not uh, having a whinge given all the hard times that everyone is going through. 
A F T R S. Afters F N. It's time for one of my favourite bits of the day, and it's around the world. But today, which I'm very excited about. Mm. You've got the three stories. I haven't heard any of them. And mm. I've never seen you so excited and a bigger smile on your face than when no. you told me about this. So No, no. well, the world never really surprises me with how much, um, let's just say, strange things are going on um, okay. in the world. So the first one is uh, coming from Los Angeles. And air, air traffic control warns that jetpack guy is back and no oh. <laughs> it's not iron man they're not just they're not reshooting that in uh, in LA but yep so he's back Owen. he's back and he's, back. he's been spotted uh 15 miles east of LAX airport at around uh 5000 feet um what how yes explain so, this to me how does and, this work is he in like a special suit so yeah his... he's literally he like like imagine a cartoon jetpack imagine like yeah. in your brain what you think of a jetpack that's exactly yep. what he's wearing and, wow. and he's got a big bubble helmet thing. Yep. So, and basically, yeah. So apparently he's done this before. So a couple of years ago, he did the same thing, but I think that was one of the earlier models of uh, Jetpack. Uh, so he's upgraded. He's but he's like, you know what? I'm just bringing something fresh to the table, something new. And yeah. Jetpack guy is back. And he's back, LAX, baby. LAX airport uh, uh, had a statement saying, use caution. The Jetpack guy is back. So apparently he's a big deal um, over in the States. Now, Owen, a bit of a sensitive topic. However, okay. we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it here um, on Afters FM because people do people celebrate uh, life in various various different ways, and sometimes when yes. they're celebrating uh, the end the end of life and life coming to an end, death, death, uh, as 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 some would say, um, they do it in you know. There's, there's plenty of ways to go about it. Uh, but so this son has gone. What are the to, What are the main ones you reckon? Burying. Burying a bit of cremation. Cremation. That'd be about it, wouldn't it? <laughs> so his son's taken his dad, who has tragically um, just passed away, to yeah. uh, one of his one of his favorite uh, bands' concerts, and uh, oh. to celebrate his dad's death, he has put his ashes uh, inside a confetti cannon oh, and no. uh, proceeded to he didn't proceeded to <laughs> pop the confetti cannon on Tiesto's bass drop. Tiesto, not yes. Even. On the set of Tiesto, on the bass drop, to celebrate his dad's life, he's brought him down there, put him inside a confetti cannon, and just shot him into the crowd. You are kidding. You can't that, do that. Is that the way <laughs> that you would want to go out? Yeah, that's, you know, you know, it's funny. When mm. you spoke about death, I wrote down Tiesto Festival confetti yeah, cannon. Of course, yeah. And it's so funny that that's come up. We'll have How, to. Um, surely, like, what's the go there? Do you have to get permission, or has he just done that? He's, he's Surely you can't, gone, like no one's going to okay that. Well, you're allowed to bring a confetti cannon in to um, mm. certain festivals. That's just got to be checked. One. That was seriously, seriously unique. And in gaming news, uh, Owen, yeah. with my uh, third story from around the world. Yeah. Um, from. So you know the popular game Fortnite. You mu- you may the young people of today are playing it. Yes, I've heard um, about it. It's um yeah yeah For- Fortnite's still still very popular um in this day and age. However. Not quite sure how I feel about this. Um, Here we go. But um, so Epic Games, who are the creators of Fortnite, have commemorated the anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream by playing his speech, um, I Have a Dream, on a billboard in a Fortnite lobby. Um, (laughs) So 
yeah, I, I don't know how I'd feel about fighting for racial and social injustice and then uh, getting put onto a Fortnite game. But, um, yeah, Epic. Uh, so Fortnite has disabled the dance moves uh, during this tribute because <laughs> initially when this tribute started, um, you know, it's this amazing speech and there were guys yeah. standing there in made-up characters doing the floss and uh, doing the hype, which seems a tad Surely disrespectful. That. and That's so disrespectful. No, I don't think you can do that. So it, it, yeah, so they've disabled the dance moves, but there's still a bit of, um, still a bit of, it's a bit all a bit up in the air as to whether that was okay by such a big platform. But everyone's kind of come out and had the same view on it as you, Owen, and have kind of gone, yeah. yeah so I don't ooh, think that's, that's what you should do, especially in such a big company. Like I don't know how they've come to that decision to actually make that. Who made that decision? Who's sit there and go, guys, Epic guys, games. I've oh. got an idea. Here, let, mm. Listen me out, hear me out, hear me out. Yes, Owen, the world never ceases to amaze me. Afters FM, it's the opposite of before FM. Okay, so Owen and Patty here on Afters FM, and Owen's actually ducked out. And Dave Marchese, yesterday we spoke to him, and he kind of took Owen's side in this challenge. Um, I've challenged Owen to read a 30-second uh, news script because he reckons he's doing pretty well, and Dave kind of told him words that he that he shouldn't get steered into but I've got Brooklyn Ross here from from Kiss and Brooklyn I need I need something just to really take him down the rabbit hole into just a bad bad place because I don't yeah. want to lose my yeah. bond money um look you've got to it's it's the US Open right it's yep. on at the moment there, yep. that is your ticket <sighs> To keep that eight hundred to heaven. Dollars. Yep. All right. Now you just have to search through the lowest ranked players who yep. are playing that no one's ever heard of before yep. from far away lands, and you've just got to throw as many of those yep. names at him. And I think I'll write on the queue. I think I'll write like read at fast pace as well, just to um, you know, like yeah, I'll be like high that. energy, high tempo. Absolutely. Like if you've got a timer as well, um, say you've got to get through this script in thirty seconds and make it two minutes long, you know what I mean? Like yep. really screw him over that way. Yep. All right, Brooklyn Ross with the hot tips on how to make Owen crumble. Brooklyn, thank you so much for getting You're around there. Good luck. No need to get out of bed. Afters is coming to you. Owen and Patty on Afters FM live on the iHeart Radio app. Now, Owen, uh, what yes. do you think about the chat that I just had with uh, Brooklyn Ross? Yeah, look, so that's... I hadn't heard that, and I don't know when you recorded that. Mm. I thought I was mm. there. You must have waited for me to duck off no. for a cup of tea. That was actually the no, no. That was the real one. The interview we did. We kind of was like it was like a vocal warm up exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, like if you give me a two minute thing and you give me thirty seconds, it's going to be tough. I think there needs to be some sort of judge maybe mm. on mm. this. I'm a bit concerned mm. about that, but hey, you know what? I'm ready to throw it at me, and I will win mm. the eight hundred dollars. I can't wait. All right. Well, let's see uh, how the cookie crumbles. Can't wait uh, for that tomorrow when you. Don't win, win my you. bond back. When I win the $800. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, Owen, big news uh, in the last couple of days. They are my favorite sitcom ever. Can I just have a disclosure? Is How, Ma- How I Met Your Mother. Right? Ooh, yep. How I Met Your Mother. Um, however, the crows of How I Met Your Mother have started producing none other than How I Met Your, drumroll please, Father. Oh. How I Met Your Father. But I'm thinking, oh, like, don't. Don't ruin it, please. But yeah. it's, the same, it's the same writers, it's the same creators, so I'm thinking it's going to be good. So I have to have some faith, but I don't want it to tarnish my original memory of my favorite sitcom. Do you know what I'm... I do like? know what you mean. It's like when Friends did Joey. Remember Joey? Yeah. Not that it good. It's just like... 
Like it was close. Yeah, and Scrubs. Remember when Scrubs finished and they had like an extra season with like the no. new Scrubs? Yeah, for me it was like some of Chris Lee stuff, even with uh, Jonah yeah. from Tonga. It wasn't Summer High Tie. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it's it like, wasn't Summer High mm. Tie. Like what one one thing was for Scrubs, the writers made Cougatown. Have you ever watched that? So it's not a spin-off. Uh, no. It's the same writers. Very funny, and it's very Scrubs-like. Okay. Like, when you watch it, you're like, this is like Scrubs. So scrub. recommend watching it. Um, definitely. So who's in Who's in? How I Met Your Father? Have any of the cast been announced for it? Uh, Hilary Duff will be the main. Will oh, be Hilary the Ted, Duff. Will be the Ted Mosby uh, of this series. So uh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It'll be exciting to see how they portray these characters in a different story, even though it's a pretty similar story. But I don't know. I'm just excited to see what they do with it, but also very nervous. Yeah, I know what you mean. Very nervous, but it is exciting. You could look at it. You've got a whole expanded universe of your favorite show. Now over to J-Lo. What do you reckon J-Lo's up to? Oh, how good was her Super Bowl performance about two years ago with Shakira? Yeah, so that's exactly, that's Maybe it. Maybe still recovering. News. From the after party. <laughs> She's had an awkward fashion fail at the oh. Dolce and Cabana, Cabana, Dolce and Cabana show. She is this photo of her wearing this beautiful gown. Very cool stuff. Cool stuff. Probably not the best way to describe it. It looks gorgeous. But in the photo, you can see the tag. She has left the tag uh, on. We've all done it, though. You know that little plastic, like, little hook that gets stuck on your clothes? Like, like, yes. on, like it's not the uh, tag. No, no What's the... It's the, it's the, the bit. The little plastic, the, like, bit that anchors itself into the material. Yeah, like, and you're what like, the tag is stuck And to, you're like, yeah, you rip it off get and, scissors. <laughs> and it's like, you, I'm not getting scissors. I'm just using pure strength. Um, I had a I had a mate that uh, we went a night out and he bought this top. He didn't like it, but he was like, I'm going to wear it, mm, keep the tag on, mm. and return it in the morning. But unfortunately, someone spilt beer all over it, so we could not return it. Was that a weird way of just saying that you spilt beer on him or not? I cannot confirm or deny that. You are listening to Owen and Paddy on Afters FM. Where the heart is. Afters FM. Owen, that just about wraps us up for this afternoon. It does. Great afternoon. So much fun. I always have fun with you, Paddy. But you know what's going to be fun tomorrow, Friday. Everyone loves Friday. And we've got... Happy hour show. So from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., it is the happy hour That's... special when all of the news, everything we're talking about is happy and light oh. and fun. So That's we'll what just... you need on a yep. Friday afternoon. Yes, that's right. Very much looking forward to a happy hour. Oh, happy two hours uh, tomorrow yes. with you, Owen, between 3 and 5 o'clock. And also, Owen, you'll be doing your live news read, 30 yes. seconds. Can you nail it and win my bond money? No, you yes. can't. Let's yes, prove I it can. tomorrow. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to get $100 and I'll spend you $10 back as a nice gift because I'm a nice person. That's all from us here on Afters FM. You'll be listening to Owen and Patty.